Pickaxe. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, uh, so we just need to uh, check that you're qualified enough to uh, appear on One Life Left. Um, We've got some uh, fairly standard questions, I think, um, stuff that everybody should know. Um, So question number one. Uh, The original Pong arcade game was trialled at two bars in the United States ahead of its nationwide distribution. Where were those bars? It was... uh, They were in California, weren't they, I think? Um, It was uh, Grass Valley and uh, I think the other one was Sunnyvale. Correct. Very good. Very, very, very good. Very good. Okay, okay. Uh, Question number two. In 1952, A.S. Douglas developed the first graphical game to run on a computer. It ran on the EDSAC, the EDSAC. What was the name of this game? Well, the obvious answer is to set the the bouncing ball game, but it wasn't. It was OXO, of course. Very good. Very good. Very good. Um, And... I mean, we don't expect you to get this one. Okay. Bonus question. It's, Bonus uh, it's the Scantlebury Sizzler, really. Um, which iconic video game mascot made his first appearance in Sonic the Hedgehog? Oh, this, now you see, this, this is, mm. it could be a trick question, but the trick is the fact it's not a trick, it's Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, well he's good, done. he's good. Come on, yeah. thank you, thank you, there we go. left another very special one life left because uh we've got another new correspondent for the show don't we this week we've got our comedy expert yes ian lee you say comedy expert that fills me with uh, trepidation yeah you've got the job now so i think you've made a bad booking you had joe cornish from adam and joe last week did you that's right he was our film expert how good how good was he be honest but not seven, out seven, seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. Seven Okay. So there's room for improvement. Yeah, he's a bit shifty, isn't he? I find. I, I find him very shifty. <laughs> really? He's very tall. I don't trust him. Have you, have, have you got any reason for this, or is it just something you suspect? Just there's something about his eyes that looks suspicious. The other fellow, what's the other fellow called? Uh, Adam. Right. He's shifty as well. Both of them I don't trust, either of them. Have you, have you had any comedy run-ins with him, then? I might be doing a sitcom with Adam. Really? Yeah. Are you allowed to talk about that? 
I don't know. Well, I don't want to jinx it because it's not. It, it, we, it, we made a pilot of it, and then this, the BBC said, "No, we don't like it. It's rubbish." We went, oh, okay, never mind. And then a few months later, they went, "Oh no, hang on. We we thought it was actually quite good. We're going to make it." So it's getting made. <laughs> so it's a real I, grower. It's a grower. <laughs> on, on, yeah, yes, but hopefully it's going to be made. But I don't know. Yeah, well, there you go. Exclusive comedy news from There's our comedy experts. BBC Two. It's proper telly as well. Even my mum can watch it. Excellent. Have you had a good week, Anne? Oh, I've had the best week. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I became an auntie this week. Aww. Yeah. Well that, done. that was the best, thanks. Um, yeah, he's really cute and small. Good. Be, being a, well, I'm an uncle, not, but it's, it is the best job in the world. So being yeah. an auntie is going to be pretty brilliant. Better than being an uncle, I should no, imagine. I, I, no, no you're, you, no, you're wrong there. Well, we'll see. Let's see how this yeah, we'll relationship develops. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see I, I'll meet you in ten years' time. We'll have a chat and we'll compare notes and well, see yeah. which is the and best. You, and you can bring your nieces and nephews in and get them to judge, to vote you off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, okay, yes, that'll be good. Simon, your week. Yeah, it's been pretty good, thank you. Uh, I can't recall anything I did, but uh, no, no, there we go. What about you? Uh, it's been fine. I've been getting quite annoyed today with all the uh, papers reporting on how today is the most depressing day. And yeah. that's, that's depressed me. Right. Uh, that it's the same story. One of these stories um, they, they run every year. Yeah, no, they said that a couple of weeks ago as well. Really? Well, it was I think the most depressing I day. Think a couple of weeks ago was the highest, uh, the most common day for suicide. But I think so today is the most. Depressed. They're too no. depressed to commit suicide. So I can't be bothered no. to commit oh. suicide. <laughs> and then the, the front page of one of the, well, the, the, the free papers you get on the train said, it's such a miserable day. And it's windy. And it's, yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> oh, no, that makes it really bad. Yeah, if, if only it was a day for killing ourselves. <laughs> but no, we have to live through this. Exactly, wait till next year. But still, we've got our comedy expert in to cheer things up, so hopefully. That's awesome. We should obviously be polite, awesome. ask him how his week was. Ian? It was all right. Yeah, there we go. Time for the news. It's 7.06 on Monday the 19th of January. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. Peter Molyneux doesn't think much of the games Peter Molyneux makes. After failing to give Fable 2 top marks, he's now not picked it as the most important creative innovation of 2008. As part of the Creative and Business International Network Forum, he gave that title to Little Big Planet. It's a sad man who thinks any user-created content is more creative than what he can do with a dog. There you go. That's uh, this week's Peter Molyneux story. Yeah. You're familiar with Peter Molyneux, are you? I've met Peter Molyneux, I think. I seem to remember. And he's a very nice chap, but he's right. Fable 2's a load of old rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> All of those, I, That's not what he said, of course. Did it, was, no. that, have I misquoted him? Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was asked to review his own game and he gave it 9 out of 10. Uh, well, he's, I, I think Do he's, you think that's generous? I think it is generous. Those Fable games, they're just so... I played Fable. Well, not the second one, I'll be honest, but I played it for about three hours and I thought I'd get into it. Three hours after it, it was just... I've t- I'm still in the cellar, killing rats to build up my HP. I've not achieved anything. It's a waste of time. Yeah, that, I'm I mean, not a fan. To be fair, that sounds like any sort of RPG, doesn't it? That's how you start uh, Elder Scrolls, don't you? Elder Scrolls. With just killing rats. The final fa- on the final fantasy. Killing rats. Yes. Do you think that's the only way to build an RPG, is to start with a rat-based economy? Yeah. Get one HP, plus one HP, plus one HP, well done, look at me. I want to play a proper game that's got guns in it. <laughs> when when Molyneux said these things, do you think he was hoping that someone would correct him in the audience no, and go, no, no, oh, no? Yours is the best, Peter, yours is the best. Did anyone? No. 
game publisher Eidos has a secret admirer. The company has said it's been approached in a potential takeover bid, but won't reveal who wants to take it over. It's me. This mysterious and sexy business move has pushed Eidos's share prices up 25%. Remember Eidos, just because a businessman throws money at you doesn't mean you have to give it up on the first date. It won't make you feel good. It is me. I want to take it over. Do you? Yeah, but I've not told them I can't afford it. I'm hoping they'll take 50 quid. <laughs> you're, you're, you're leading them along, are you? I'm leading them a merry little dance uh, in these troubled times. So what would you do with Idos then? I would make it re- release some proper good games. Like, it hasn't done for a while, has it? What did, was the last couple of releases from Idos? Did you not Eidos? enjoy Tomb Raider? Not anymore. Really? Not, not since about 2000. Okay. No, it's just, just the same thing. We get the point. The knockers are bigger, the, ti- the shorts are tighter, <laughs> and it's, it's all the same stuff, really. I don't know whether they're bigger. I think they're just, you know, better formed. You've been thinking about that, haven't you? <laughs> I, I, I have. You know, considering it. I, I might do a PhD in it. Yeah? Uh, and then, um, outside of that, I'm not sure what else that they've done. I don't know. No? Um, but they've, uh, they're going to be bought. Uh, this isn't really news, though, is it? Because this sort of thing happens no. to the games industry all the time, doesn't it? Yeah. You're, Chloe, <laughs> you're, Don't ever go her. She's doing, she's doing her best. Yeah, well, see, you admit that you'd never listen to the show, and if you had done, yes. uh, you'd have realised that Anne's news is usually quite bad. But your closing <laughs> comment sounded like you were speaking from experience. Maybe. Oh, dear. It's the news we've all been waiting for. YouTube has launched a new version of its site for people who want to browse bad quality clips on their TV through their PS3s and Wiis. One Life Left can't wait to watch at youths beating each other up and girls singing into the camera like they mean it, all on our massive high-definition TVs. You see, when I read that story a bit earlier, because we got a news preview, so we, we did, didn't think of intelligent yeah. things to say. Right, it's not here, here, here we go then. <laughs> I was thinking, Anne sounds a bit bitter. That maybe her YouTube video channel hasn't got enough uh, views. Do you have a YouTube video channel? No. You do, do you? Can I, can I just say, right, th- this young lady is, <laughs> is doing... It's the news, right? There are people listening to this because they're interested in games. I'm not interested in YouTube bullying her. <laughs> they really? kind of are interested she, in them bullying me. Oh, are they? Yeah. I, did have, I did have a warning on my Facebook when I said I was coming here. Someone said, yeah, watch out for that, Anne. She's well shifty. Really? So, I, you know, I, I, I've found you very charming this evening. Yeah, well, that's part, yeah, that's part of our shiftiness, isn't it? <laughs> of course, you've got a YouTube channel, Ian, haven't you? Yes, I do. So now we're going to be able to enjoy that in high def. You can watch me playing... Um, uh, my ukulele in, in high definition there are videos of me doing that and there's videos of uh, my friend Verinda he's not my friend he's a weirdo who calls my radio show uh, going around asking people when um, what, how does he phrase it it's him going around doing vox pops and stopping people in the street and saying what uh, when did 9-11 happen <laughs> and people are going um, do you know I can't remember and none of them got the date right really? none of them got the date right so you can go and watch that there and made a joke about 9-11 last week yeah controversial yeah. it's pretty good too soon not too soon it really is a round-the-bend, loop-the-loop, off-the-wall, crazy world. The BBFC has given controversial game Mad World an 18 rating and made no cuts to it. Nintendo hope the game will satisfy non-casual gamers with Wiis. The company is also hoping to settle the long-standing Gary Jules Tears for Fears feud with an in-game chainsaw face-off. Not true. Actually, it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know anything about Mad World, do you? Uh, it's controversial. And violent. And violent and with chainsaws. So all of these people that have just received Wii's because of Wii Sports and Fit and stuff um, like that are friendly. suddenly going to be plunged into a world of violence. It's, it's in really black and white and blood, right. isn't it? The, the Daily Mail haven't jumped on a bandwagon against computer games for about six months now, so it's about time they started to ban this evil filth. 
think yeah. they were against this one. Uh, really? Yeah, That's I a surprise. I think they've already been against it. Of course they have, because they are idiots. Do you, do you have a Wii? Yeah, I do have a Wii. I don't play it that often. I've got, I've got, I've got the three. I've got a, a museum, which has all of the classics in there. But under the TV, I've got the Wii. Well, actually, under the TV, I've got the Wii, the GameCube, the Dreamcast, the PS3, and the 360. How big is your telly? Tell you that. And you've got your own museum. I've got the games museum, yeah, in the really? spare room, yeah, yeah. Which has got that's got the BBC, the Dragon Thirty Two, that's got the Vextrax, that's got the uh, the Spectrum. All, there's all of those things in there. But it's the three sixty is the the main point of interest. That's your one, yeah. Mm. The Wii comes out every now and then. PS three never. Only when I got the Red Ring of Death, I thought I'll try the PS three. But it's bobbins, really. Um, my sister does the PR for Sony. Oh um, yeah, she sent me the PS three. <laughs> <laughs> Now I think on it, yes, that's how I got it. Well done, um, thank you. It's a very good machine. I yeah, love it. she also said that uh, she's she's pretty certain she wants to marry you, but um Oh dear. Mm. I've that one. And finally, craggy faced theatre mogul Andrew Lloyd Webber could be invading your console through the medium of song. Lloyd Webber's people think the time and demographics are right to launch a musical theatre game. <laughs> Rumour has it it'll be a first person shooter where you can finally get to solve a problem like a, like Maria with the help of an AK forty seven. Very good. Very good. Uh, up until that that final stumble, I, that was I so thought that was, that was the best you'd ever read the news. <laughs> I've got Just it. For Ian. You tell you tell a fact and then you do a joke at the end. Is that how it works? Yeah. Some, sometimes got the uh, competition is guessing which is which. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, so how how would you rate her jokes then? Being the comedy expert, I would. I, I've told worse than that on the eleven o'clock show. So y- yes, Brilliant. I would give I give that last one seven definitely. Good stuff. Yeah. So this news story is essentially written for you this is your area of interest in games where reality TV and gaming collide oh I don't like Andrew Lloyd Webber though (laughs) (laughs) so are you you're a fan of girls games are you yeah like like SingStar hi hi hello there (laughs) I'd noticed but the things but so there's like SingStar and Barbie dollies and and Nintendogs and stuff like that oh no I'm not a fan of Nintendogs I like things that you can do
listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We are a show about video games. That was very upbeat, wasn't it? What, this song? Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, like I was in a disco. It's a band called... Well, it's a guy called She. What? Right. That doesn't make sense. Is it a guy called He G? is messing what? with all kinds of conventions. Uh, he's Polish. He lives in Sweden. Polish. And that what? was called Chiptune Superstar. Or was it? Definitely. <laughs> yeah, that's quite good. I like this Polish-Swede gu- guy called She. Where did we find him or her? Uh, we found him, him and her. On MySpace, where you find all the good <laughs> girls you're not sure are men or not. <laughs> good stuff. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Do people still use MySpace? Steve does. I like it. I've got, an, you know, because I'm a retro fan, so I kind of, you know, I like the simple days of MySpace, but it's all it's all the FB now, isn't You're it? You're a really? bit old for MySpace, though, aren't you? No, no, aren't, no. Aren't, aren't people our age banned from it? No, I'm 15 on there. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> MySpace is excellent for music. It's right. much better for finding music than Facebook. Than people. Yeah, people. Hmm. Talking's good, too. Good. No, it's not. It's terrible. What about Bebo? Don't use that. No? Ring, there was Ringo was one as well, wasn't there? Do you remember Ringo? <laughs> no, I don't. There was one called Ringo. What did that do? Was that just babies? <laughs> <laughs> do, do, remember, do you remember? All right, here we go. Friends Reunited. Do, yeah. Oh, yeah. Friends Reunited. No. Well, no, got... there's Friendster before that. Yeah, no, oh, no. Friendster came after Friends Reunited. Oh, yes. Sorry. Friendster still emails me sometimes. He goes, hey, guys, why don't you come back? We've got some new features. Got some new friends. Like, Friendster, it's over. Oh. Well, Friends Reunited then got too big for their boots, started charging. Yeah. And I had an email recently saying, we've stopped charging now. <laughs> you haven't got to pay to talk to people. So. Well, because it's the internet. Yeah, they got bought by ITV as well, didn't they? I, Which they... was really curious. And ITV were trying to make a TV shot of it for ages and ages yeah. and couldn't do it. And it, and it, was, and it was kept popping up on uh, on Coronation Street, like yeah, with yeah. Les Batterby going, so I can't chat to you now, I'm on Friends Reunited, it's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute rubbish. Um, so, yeah, but Ian, uh, talking about uh, Go on, do the link, do like the link. No, it was in my head, I realised it was crass. Uh, so what sort of stuff are you up to at the moment? Well, I, um, apart from uh, recording an appearance on the Alan Titchmar show tomorrow to Good be screened stuff. Friday at three o'clock, Excellent. I'm very nervous. Uh, I'm doing, I've started doing stand-up comedy again after not, uh, I stopped doing it nine and a half years ago when I got a sniff of TV and as soon as I got on telly it's like, right, I'm, dropped not, them. I'm not doing that, I'm not going to go to clubs for 20 quid and, and do, do nonsense, but I've started doing it again. And how's it going? It's alright. I've been reading it on your blog, uh, oh, where yes. you've been blogging about your, uh, your, your stand-up comba- uh, comeback. Yeah. I've been a little bit too honest on this. Yeah, I tell you I've what. had some stroppy emails from people about it. Really? What, saying you are too honest? or the fo- uh, Cheer the, up. The faux lesbian. Now, I did a, a, a club uh, in uh, um, Stoke Newington, and it was run by a woman who pretends to be a lesbian, but then she introduced me to her husband at the end. Right. And I made a reference about the club in the stand-up that was, that was derogatory about me, but she inter- interpreted it as me slagging off her club. And she went mental, and we had a huge argument. And really? I mentioned that in this blog. And she sent me a message saying, Oh, look at you. <laughs> so they get a bit What struggling. sort of font do you need to do to convey that sort of accent? <laughs> Ponzi. Right, okay. Uh, it's under Ponzi font. Uh, but you're enjoying it, are you? I am enjoying it. I'm doing, it's all very low-key at the moment. It's all uh, little ten-minute open spots. I'm not getting paid for any of it. Right. I, I'm just kind of sometimes just turning up at places and doing it, and I'm trying to get my bottle back, because, I, you know, you do TV and radio, and it's very protected and very safe. Um, and so I'm trying to get my nerve back. I'm trying to find funny things to say. And the plan is later in the year to maybe get some headlines. Well, not headline, but get some nice paid gigs and make some money out of it. But and obviously, you're somebody who's uh, played games uh, most of your life. Have you been able to uh, shoehorn any game stuff into your Do you routines? Know, it, it, it's tough. It's kind of tough. I, you, every now and then, like, you, you can sometimes getting an old retro thing like a Spectrum or something like that. But does that get laughs? Yeah, it, it does sometimes. But the people that 
it's kids going to comedy clubs. They're kids, and they don't know what you're talking about. Actually, when it works the other way around, is, is, as you know, that quite often I, I'll compare uh, computer games, corporate events, uh-huh. like award ceremonies and stuff like that. And it, you can get in a few you know, jokes about Daily Thompson's Decathlon, Sam Fox Strip Poker, and if Ian Livingston's there, then, the, then fighting fantasy books. You can get those jokes in. But, it, you know, it's, it's just kids going these days. They don't know what a spectrum is. No, no, but They've never lived. But you know, they play video games, yeah. don't they? Yes, they do. They you do. know, that, and, you, and you play online a lot, don't you? You're, you're, you, you can yeah. be frequently found on Xbox Live, I'm I understand. I'm always on Xbox Live. I'm not giving out my gamer tag again because I did... I, I gave it to one guy at um, the launch of... Call of Duty launched some new maps or something, and I was hosting it. And this guy, who I think may have been a murderer, <laughs> came up to me. He had, you know, had like, what, a wonky eye, and he was drooling, and he... But, and I foolishly gave him my gamer tag. <laughs> I got home two hours later, and I turned on my Xbox... I had 50 friends request. Are you really? <laughs> Are you the bloke who used to be on the telly? So I don't give it out to freaks anymore. But yes, I'm constantly online. It, it, you know, I, 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 I'm always cautious of being a, seeming to be a bit geeky when I'm doing my stand-up. I am a geek, and I, I wear my geek badge proudly, and, you know, but... Um, Apart from when you're doing stand-up and when you are, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm trying to be really cool Yeah, and that's right. Do you know what? Okay, goddammit. I'm gonna this this week I'm gonna write a routine about computer games just for you guys. Okay, and then we can come and see you, can we? You will I will I will do it next week and you can come and see it, yes. So so uh, do we have a date for this in a venue? Um, when when is, w- Dunno. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing one on Thursday. Hang on, stay there. I'll get look this I'll get my diary. Let's let's plug a gig and let's see how many people don't bother turning up. <laughs> let's definitely, definitely do this. The one life left super guest yeah, challenge. Sure in which the the one life less listeners descend en masse okay. on I'm Thursday. Doing one on Thursday at um the uh the Comedy at the Cat, which is at 76 Broadway Market, E8. I don't know where that is. E8, that sounds quite E8 far. sounds well... It sounds like a game least. company. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm doing one in Bromley on Saturday night. No, don't go to Bromley. No, don't go to Bromley. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so what's the plan then? Where are we going to convene? If you come up to me at that gig, excuse me, and say you heard me on this, I'll buy you a, I'll buy you a pint. There we go. Good stuff, All right? We'll Good see stuff. you there. Okay, not, not you... Th- sorry, not you three... The people that are listening to this. But we're, we're listening as well. You're not going to get a pint out of me. <laughs> Screw that. you. Over to you. Time for Derek. What to talk about when things are looking this bleak? I've had a bad week and things are not really looking too healthy right now. I've had just about the worst Saturday ever sales-wise. Is it just standard generally slack sales or just that we're generally in a bit of a rough period right now? I don't know, but I find I'm much more eager to get rid of games quickly online right now, rather than just wait for them to sell on the store like they used to do in the PS2 era. Admittedly, back then I didn't really deal online so intensively, but I think it's also that games are a bit more expensive now. I'm risking more money on buying games that sit there and won't sell. It's difficult now also with the excess competition in the area. It makes it hard to get swaps in and buying is difficult with competition offering excessive prices on items. I 
without having similar football to the big chains in the area, I can't guarantee any game will sell in time to beat it being dropped to a ridiculous low price brand new elsewhere. I try to avoid the situation of having used games for higher prices than new, unlike the big companies. Which if I get get rid of games quickly online, means I've not got anything to display but to the customer to encourage them to trade their games with me. Derek Williamson, could you lend us 50p from the free market economy? This is the letters section. Excellent. Welcome letters, to letters, letters. Welcome to letters. That other bit's going to get cut out of the podcast, isn't it? Just don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you see, don't censor the podcast. Well, only, yeah. to when we, when, only when we look stupid only, like that. Only when it's stupid or libelous, and you can guess which one of those is. Except Simon's already told you. So, uh, hello, T. Hello, OLL Team Plus One. I've uh, been a long time fan of the show. It's great to see you hitting the bigger time with extra special guests, which is well I'm, deserved. I'm included as part of the bigger time. That's you are, yeah, Thank absolutely. you so much. You've We've arrived. That. I'd like to see if you can solve a recent quandary for me. I completed the new Prince of Persia game this weekend, although it was fairly enjoyable, running around the same areas, endlessly doing the same thing over and over again. Part of me felt a little let down by the seemingly pointlessness of it all. <laughs> <laughs> but as everyone uh, said how easy it was, I thought it'd be nice to complete a game for once, so uh, I stuck with it. And then he goes on, imagine my surprise that the final act is, and I'll cut that bit out. He says, I'd like to have known uh, beforehand from online reviews that this feeling that my life is going nowhere and that it might just be easier to stay in bed all day uh, was actually completely justified. It begs the question, what's the point of reviews or family and friends? If this is how you make me feel, Prince of Persia, cold and alone. I'd like to know how old that person is because I went through a very similar experience about two months ago. I just I was bored of computer games. I was just playing. I was playing Gears of War. Didn't do anything for me. Playing all these things didn't do anything for me. I felt empty, alone, and disappointed. And so, what was it that dragged you out? Left for Dead, which we'll talk about later. Yeah. And um, I was very pleasantly surprised to hear Joe Cornish on your last show. I'd forgotten you'd announced a special guest the previous week, and I let out an AOL. Awesome out loud uh, when I heard who it was. Uh, this is the second time in the last few weeks where there's been a crossover in my favourite podcast. Around Christmas, Collins and Herrin uh, went to Phil and Phil's The Perfect Ten, and now this. Uh, it's good times in podcast land, um, although not for long after the sad news came through that Consylvania is apparently dead. Not apparently. A po- a, not a <laughs> podcast, I know, but sort of like it. Very sad, but fair enough. I'll miss them fat Scots. Yeah, it's nice. a shame, isn't it? It was um, super sad about Consylvania. Yeah. Well, what's anyway, what's thanks, what's love you, etc. What's happened to Consylvania? They are no more. They really? have stopped, ceased. Do you know, I was very late coming into the Consylvania, and about a year ago I discovered it, and I was like, oh, this is brilliant. And I texted my friend saying, I've just found this thing on the internet, it's brilliant. He said, yeah, be careful, Ian, there are three episodes where they call you the strongest <laughs> swear word <laughs> there is. <laughs> So, did, you, did you watch those? I, I didn't find them, but I sent I sent the chaps that do it a very nice email saying, I, I listen, I've discovered this, and I believe you, you're not a fan of mine, and that's great, but I think that you're um, I think you're very funny. And they wrote back saying, oh, that's, you know, but who's, good, good sport. Who's won? They're no more, you're still going. I'm, li- I'm living the dream. <laughs> Where are those scotch? <laughs> who's next, me? Yeah. Okay, uh, reference, books on gaming. Dear OLL, been listening to the show for some time now and love every minute of it, especially when Anne giggles. It's not going to happen. 
Yes, I keep up the good work. Anyway, books on gaming. I was looking at my bookshelf the other day when two books caught my eye. Game On and Game Plan with two names on the spines that leapt out at me. Steve Curran and Simon Barron. It was then that I had a light bulb appearing over my head type moment. Hang on, I know those two names. <laughs> They're the men from OLL. Men. 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 <laughs> men. If they could see us now. Yeah. I really enjoyed both titles. So my question is, are you planning on any more books in the near future? Cheers, Ryan. I'll let you deal with that one. You are, I'm not. Oh. <laughs> Tension in the campus. <laughs> we split up. Artistic oh. differences. I've got the big yellow one. What's the big yellow one? Yeah, uh, that's Game On. Game On. Okay. I think that's the better one of the yeah. two. It's a good book. Good book. You two, you're not working together anymore? We might yeah. do. Not in the written well, word. Not um, ruling yeah, anything We barely out. speak to each other. It's just, <laughs> it's just the radio show that brings us together. Uh, finally, uh, this question for Ian Lee. Uh, the subject is Ian Lee question. Oh, okay, yes. Okay, it's from, uh, it's from David Turner. He says, please ask when Lex... What, sorry, please ask when Lex the video game is coming out. All my love, Elmo off of the Joy Pod. On the radio show I do, there is a young gentleman called... Again, it's Verinda, who I mentioned earlier. <clears throat> he has come up with a, a character called Lex the Homosexual Ghost. I'll leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, all letterizers. What, what did he do? Did he go, woo? <laughs> I'll, 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 no, he, he goes around doing exactly what you'd imagine he would do. Oh, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I've just... I've got the punchline. If you... <laughs> Sorry, if you've got the punchline to that joke, you can uh, write in email us at team at onelifeleft.com. Thanks. Show is this Anne? Uh, one I've left. She, um, she was doing her hair. I was just doing my hair. Why oh, have you ever noticed she do that before? It's because I put it up today. Is it because you put it up because Ian Lee's in? Yeah, I didn't want him to see my hair. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the show about? Games of um, the video nature. Uh, are you trying to sound smart? No. And where can you find us? On the internet. Where? 
www.oneliflift.com and you can also download us off of iTunes. Well done. Uh, this is Arcade Catastrophe by Zibra Zibra. It was sent in to us by one of our Japanese listeners. One of our Ooh. Japanese. Yeah, we've got at least two. Konnichiwa. This was, this was the girl. Really? Hey. We've, um, got, we've got a female Japanese listener. Well, let's, let's hang on. Konnichiwa uh, dare no kasa desu ka? Oh dear. That's for the Japanese. It's not rude, it's not rude. Is it? Are it's you very sure? helpful, in fact, yes. Okay. Uh, we forgot to read the letter out for Ian, didn't we? You suckers. Uh, um, sorry, there's a, we've got a letters hangover here. Uh, it says, the subject is a special question for a special guest on an all-right radio show. Oh. Hello, team. I have a question for your special... Our listeners love us, yeah. don't they? I have a question for your special guest. I believe it is Ian Lee, but if not, please amend it accordingly. Okay. You, brackets, or Ian Lee, uh, recently said that games don't make good subjects for television shows and most gaming shows are rather boring. Have you recently decided that the same applies to radio show about games? Oh. I think he's slagging... Is he slagging us off? I think that's quite ban, clever, isn't it? Ban that person from listening to this nonsense, for goodness sakes. What a terrible, sure, terrible person. So, that, did you say that about TV? Yeah, I did. I did. They don't, they, they don't work, I don't think. I did, I've done two computer game shows. I did a, a documentary called Thumb Candy, which is wonderful, and you should go and find it on YouTube. It's the history of video games. And, and then and watch you, it through your Wii or PS3. Watch yes. it through Wii or PS3. It all links up. And you met, uh, you met Miyamoto, didn't you? I met Miyamoto, and I you played beat, Super Mario's and beat him. Uh, Matthew Smith? Uh, I met Matt Smith, yeah, yeah it was bonkers. Matt Smith is wonderful, I love him. I'm trying to get him to come on my radio show, but we can't find him again. He <laughs> right. um, and he, he, we, we interviewed him, and he's, you know, he, he, he'll be the first to admit he did way too much acid in the 80s. All his money went on, on, on all of that. And we're talking to him, and he's, he's kind of quite fine and lucid. And then he just stopped and froze. And we're still going, oh. He went, oh, I'm sorry, can you ask me again? I was thinking of the answer in Dutch. <laughs> The man's a genius. Isn't it? Wasn't there a bit where he said how he applied for a job in a fish gutting factory, and then there was a pause, and he said, "But it was the wrong time of year." <laughs> yes, he, he did say that. Well, yes, oh, he did. He was wonderful, and he was so sweet, and he'd, he'd obviously fallen on slightly harder times, and you know, but he was lovely. But that's that's a brilliant program. And then I did a series called Thumb Bandits that was absolute tosh. It was terrible. It was just bits reworked, but with only one of the fit girls and not the two other ones. Can we just run through which ones of those we would and which ones of those we wouldn't? Thumb Candy? Oh, the no, girls yeah. you want. The bits oh, girls. Oh, I, ca- I, can't, I can't play that game. My girlfriend is, Fandango is listening. I wouldn't <laughs> dare. All of them. Okay, no, I I, just for the record, it's um, would, wouldn't, wouldn't. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I would. Okay, I would say two out of three. <laughs> really? Yes, definitely. If your girlfriend wasn't listening, if she wasn't listening, but it's but the, the show we did was rubbish. They sold it to me, and they said oh, we're going to do a, an, an intelligent computer game show. We were going to get Matt Smith on as a reviewer. All of these things, and of course, in the end, it was just me and Alex running around, speeded up footage, doing stupid skits that weren't funny. Right. So I don't think they work. Games Master, I think. Was and that was because of the time. I think you, you couldn't do Games Master now because of the time and the way it was presented. Has been the I will say it the only successful uh, computer games series on television. And do you, do you think that's it now? Do you think we've blown our chance? A- any chance of a it, it decent game they, show coming on? There won't be one on, on a terrestrial channel for the next five years because every, I keep trying to sell one to every time you go into a TV company and say I've got a great idea. Okay, what is it? Computer games. They go, yeah. What's the next idea? No one's interested. Sky and there was a guy at Steve Jones, a commissioner who was a big games fan, and he just said we can't do it. Uh, no one is interested in, in computer game shows, so it, it will take five years for it to you know people to move on and generation to change but on no. the other hand they're, they're sort of taking off on, on the web aren't they yes um, the guy does zero punctuation Yahtzee he gets lots of hits he didn't reply to Anne's email He's, he didn't reply to my email he started his own um, own web show called Game Damage oh, right 
I do, I do a podcast called Gamecast for MSN, if you'd like to. We all do a podcast, Don't. Ian. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and God I've got a radio show on a pop yeah. station. All right, come yeah, on. All right. But do you think it's partly because of uh, how games are shoehorned into like other programmes? Right? So I was, I was looking into this uh, today. Oh. And I'm going to read you three uh, instances where games have appeared on uh, other TV shows. Oh, okay. And you can tell me whether they're true or not, okay? Yes. So in... So, true or false, in Law and Order, Special Victims Unit, Season 6, Episode 4, teenagers run down a prostitute. (laughs) They seem to be acting out a violent video game. (laughs) And that's funny, is it? (laughs) It's it's just a strange thing that happened to me the other day. But yes, go on. No, it didn't. Uh, Did that appear in Season 6, Episode 14? I would say yes. I would say yes. Correct? Yes. Okay, question two. In CSI New York, Season 4, Episode 5, Down the Rabbit Hole in 2007, centres around a sexual assault in Second Life. Now, Anne's laughing now. You can't hear it, but I'm going to point it out. It was very serious and morbid, and then he said, in second life. Uh, do you know what? Yes, I'm going to say yes, that happened. Wrong, it was a murder. Oh. Uh, okay, and finally, question three. In CSI Miami, season three, episode 20, oh. game over, yeah. a skateboarder and video game tester is found murdered in a car accident. I don't know, murdered in a car accident. Tony Hawk is in this episode. Oh, I want to say yes. It's true. Oh, fantastic. There you go. Well that's done, that's how Hawk. video games are featured in. American uh, crime dramas. Uh, Matthew Kumar. This week's best worst game ever played is Wario Land The Shake Dimension. I know this game only came out recently, and it's part of a very well-known series, but I've got a hard time believing anyone has bought and played it. As a Wii game, it's a complete anachronism. It's got this absolutely fantastic art, some of which was created by Production IG, the Japanese animation studio behind Ghost in the Shell, among other things. But it's got this brutally awful Super Nintendo-era design. The whole thing is based around the concept of collecting treasures and reaching achievements during the levels. But because the designers want you to play levels over and over again, in a lot of cases they only give you one chance to get a treasure in a level, or they make sure you couldn't get it without prior knowledge of the obstacles you're going to face. This kind of design, paired with such gorgeous art, is a perfect example of what game designers would have come up with in the mid-90s if they were given limitless power but never allowed to use the third dimension. That's why Wario Land The Shake Dimension is this week's best worst game you've never played. Thanks, Matthew. I was a script consultant on Holby City about video games once. Really? <laughs> when did now? Really there was, was. going to be some accident on Holby City, was it? Like, you know, Holby City is essentially Final Destination, isn't yeah. it? It kind of sets everything <laughs> up like that. So how are these people going to get injured uh, playing? They, they weren't. They called me one day. Right. Tina Hobley. Yeah. Right. And she said, <laughs> I, can't, I can't do an impression of Tina Hobley. She's northern, isn't she? Yeah, so yeah. Anne, Anne could. Oh, hello. <laughs> what? That's just racist. It is racist. Against the North. And uh, One Life Left's uh, racist correspondent. Yeah. Um, yeah, they said, uh, we want to have two characters. Uh, I think they were... Terminally, Mario and term- Sonic. Yeah. yeah. Terminally ill uh, young children wanted to get married in a video game. Okay, they the, said, is this possible? Down, the mood down here. Do they not know how long it takes a game to be developed? Um, terminally ill, hurry up. Yeah. They said, is this possible? I said... Um, and they said, and if they did, could we have Elvis at the wedding? <laughs> Jeez. Holby City. Yeah. Idiots, they? They, they paid Written by Matt Smith, they clearly. Paid me, they paid me £30 for the answer to those yeah, questions. Yeah, <laughs> well done. Time for the reviews. Anne, what have you been playing this week? Uh, this week I've been playing uh, Guinness World Records on the Wii. What? Yeah, Guinness World Records on the Wii. Okay, you did say um, that, sorry. <laughs> And, um, yeah, it was good, but I think it should be used instead of as sort of more of a vocational game, um, because I didn't know that I was very good at building tall buildings. 
Right. <laughs> Which I am. Wow. How uh, tall? World record breaking. Really? Yeah. You hold an actual world record? On that game on my console. But, but, wow. <laughs> hang on a minute. Can you, with this game, I'm hoping that it means you can go online and actually break a world record with it. In uh, theory, but then yeah. Anne wouldn't be the record holder, so she keeps it so confined I keep it just within her on own the console. Week. Okay, right. So playing yes. against myself. Um, I did also find out I'm no good at playing video games because I couldn't even get the uh, console record um, for the video game uh, record. So that wasn't very good. Did you enjoy it though? I did. I had a lovely time, um, and I'm going to play it with other people in the future when so, I get another little nunchuck. So what do you? I don't understand. What do you do on it? It's you... just loads of mini games. Right. That are, that you and you try and break world records that have been broken in real life, but you just do them on the computer. Well, like eating crackers. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. I think there's a there's definitely an eating one in there. You get to pull um, a massive jumbo jet along. Didn't no, get that one for a while. How you do you do. pull a jumbo jet along? Like this. But then that wouldn't count. She's miming pulling a jumbo <laughs> jet. <laughs> what did Joe tell us about painting a picture on the radio? Oh yeah, um, I was doing my arms up and down. Right. But that, <laughs> as if you were pulling a jumbo jet. <laughs> or, or pleasuring two gentlemen. But, that, <laughs> but that, that wouldn't count as a real world record, though, then. No. But on the online high score, it does. <laughs> okay, but so you couldn't do so well at something. Sorry, I'm, I'm standing soon. I'm not being doubly obtuse. You couldn't do so well at something that you'd then be in the next Guinness Book of World Records. I, I, no, yes, I think, I think that's the Guinness idea. Book of They're integrating records. essentially an online high score table into who's the best at each of these mini games. Because no one buys the book anymore, I'm guessing. Is this, so this is their reinvention. There's a, there's a the... video games edition. Right. Second one's out soon, I believe. So what would you give it, Ant? Seven out of ten. Simon, what have you been playing? Um, I went to a place called Stevenage uh, over the weekend. That's you, not a game. Heard of it? It's no, not a game. It's um, it's travelling. It's where um, boozed up Britain on drugs is is uh, is um, set. Those okay. Sky One uh, <laughs> yeah. and um, it's full of strange. It's a strange lawless place. Um, I, I was stood in game and uh, I was queuing up, and uh, there was a man chatting to a, to a lady um, who had a child, and he was bu- she was buying a DS game, and she said, uh, so he said to her. Yeah, I don't buy DS games. I just download them off the internet. Oh. Oh. It's much cheaper that way. Oh. It, it is much cheaper. cheaper. Yeah, That's it is. true. You couldn't fault his reasoning. Um, I bought uh, Eye of Judgment on the PlayStation 3, which is £20 in game at the moment um, and includes the PlayStation Eye camera. Um, Any good? Yeah, really good. Uh, I, I've played a few games on it. It's essentially a glorified noughts and crosses, I think. Uh, in But you put cards down and they're recognised by the eye. And then, oh. the, then monsters appear on screen and batten and stuff like that. Uh, looks like it could be good. I saw these... Uh, we, I was in Japan in April last year. And they had these machines in the arcade with uh, where you have uh, packs of playing cards. That's it. And you're laying them on the yeah. table. And they had one that was a football game. Yeah. yeah. And one that was yes. like that. And we couldn't work out what that was. Oh, okay. get, get yourself down to games. 20 quid, including the PlayStation. Uh, what would you give it? Uh, 7 out of 10. Ian... Well, I, uh, for Christmas, was uh, given two games. Tom Clancy's End War. Tom Clancy. Tom Tom Clancy's End War. (laughs) I tried it once. It's a bit tricky. I'll go back to it because it looks good. Okay. But the one that has got me hooked and has got me back into gaming after a short break is uh, Left 4 Dead. Everyone told me, "Ah, it's not that good. You're not going to like it. And the Everyone was wrong. The single player, it's all right. Right. Multiplayer online, it's like being in a flipping brilliant zombie (laughs) film. It's fantastic. And we had an annoying American the other day who kept stealing health packs. We all ganged up and shot him. <laughs> and it ended with all of us on the floor just shooting pistols at each other. Use uh, your health now. It 
was wonderful. It's, it, it's the best game I've played in a long, long time. So are you playing with these uh, strangers who turn up on your Xbox Live accounts? Yes, I am playing with with strangers. I made a, I made a couple of friends. There's a young Scotch lad on there who's uh, very friendly, a little bit aggressive. But sometimes <laughs> you need that when you're dealing with zombies. Of course you do. <laughs> you do need that, yes. Excellent. And uh, what would you give it? I would I would give it an excellent 7 out of 10. Brilliant. Good stuff. Steve? I've been playing The Last Guy on... Uh, PlayStation Pac-Man. 3 uh, download. It is Pac-Man. Right. Well, it's more like Snake than Pac-Man. Really. Snake Man. Uh, you run around, collect people, save them, top-down Google Maps view, uh, and take them back to base camp. Avoid sort of Starship Troopers-style monsters who try and eat all your people. Really, really enjoy it. Uh, it's got superb uh, sort of sense of humour. Um, it sometimes tells you arbitrarily that you've absolutely saved the middle-aged guy which is it's just a weird thing to do Good all news. these kind of stereotypes you've got to say four VIPs in each level who have special skills like they've spent 600 years practicing well, actually that, that would probably be too long that would yeah. be dead they've spent six years practicing the Rubik's Cube or memorising pie and things like this VIPs they always get special yeah, treatment yeah. Um, and it's no no it's, a, it's an excellent game it was six quid or something six bargain bargain uh, I would give it I don't know I guess uh, seven out of ten hey Talia hi Simon how you doing great so, what have you been playing this week? Uh, this is called um, Big L- Little Big Planet, but I kind of call it Medium Planet. What do you have to do in Little Big Planet then? Well, there's this kind of like bag person. He's really weird. Bag person. Well, I don't know. How do you describe him? Well, no, it's I think... kind of like a sack. Okay, so he's a... is it right? And is a sack he? Mini- I don't know. Okay, is it, would you say he's an adult or a... He's a kid. He's a kid, so Small. bag kid. No, I don't know. Okay, so you play bag kid. <laughs> um, and what do you have to do? Well, you've got to get through these big, big obstacles. And if you're on two-player, you've got to always, like, make sure your friend comes with you or else you've got to start from the beginning. Sometimes it really gets really annoying because you've got lives and that lot. And you get to choose who you want. You can, like, sort yourself out. Right. You can, like, change your clothes and that lot. How do you find the platforming elements, given that they're on a pseudo-3D plane? Um, can you do that in English? Because I did not understand a word. Uh, do you find it easy to jump around? Yeah. Yeah? Well, yeah. Depends what obstacle I'm on. Right, so could you name a difficult obstacle? Uh, yeah, the one when there's spikes on the bottom and then you've got to jump across these ropes. Okay, and is that from a specific level? Yeah. Have you uh, spent much time with the level creation tool, designing your own levels? No. Have you played uh, anybody else's levels? Yeah. Have you have you played the one that's based on Super Mario Brothers? No. Have you have you played the one that's based on R Type? No. Do you know why you haven't played those? Because they're too high for me to get. No, because Sony won't let you play them. I don't like Sony. (laughs) But the only thing that's making me like Sony is my 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 auntie. (sighs) Why does she make you like Sony? Because she works there. I see. Do you not think you should have a word with her about this um, user-generated content being pulled for supposed copyright infringement? Yes. Carly, change your job. Um, okay, so uh, what score would you give Little Big Planet? Do I have to say 7 out of 10? You do have to say 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10, then. So we've got Ian Lee in this week. 
Um, we haven't got time for a song. Have you got maybe a quick question you'd like to ask him? Yeah. Please proceed. Is it Ghostbusters? Two? Yes! <laughs> well done. Is She's it good. She is good, yeah. Uh, fame's going to her, her head a little. She goes around school telling everybody she's on Radio 2 <laughs> and asking if she, if she wants uh, them, if, if she wants uh, her to sign autographs for them. Fantastic. She, she is Ken Bruce, I think. <laughs> she, she is on Radio 2. So, listeners, uh, last week will remember that we played... Blankety Blank. Blankety Blank. Um, which uh, turned out to be a concept that Anne didn't understand. I did not understand. <laughs> I'd never seen, like, because you're only young, aren't I'm you? I'm only young. But they uh, did it recently, didn't they? Like, I yeah, said recently, probably about 15 years yeah. ago. Yeah. yeah. So Anne thought that when Steve said, uh, you have to, you know, what blank or blanks, she thought you had to name two things, a singular and a plural. Yeah. yeah. Embarrassing. Wow. But this week, uh, we are going to play something else. We're going to play Blockbusters. Yes. As part of our game show. Did you ever used it? to watch that? You didn't. You didn't. See no, it. I did. I used to watch that. So give give me a P, please, Bob. Give yeah. me an E. Bit naughty there, please, what? Bob. What C? <laughs> so I'm going to hold up a grid to our um, our two funny. competitors. Yeah. In fact, Simon, my lovely assistant, Hello. is going to do that. Okay. Can I say this is already fixed? Like this, this is fixed against me. Yeah, it's Ian's job to make his way across the grid. The grid has three hexagons on the top, four in the middle, three on the bottom. Beautifully drawn. Painting Thanks. Um, and beautifully drawn in red. Uh, orange, actually. Okay. And um, and yeah, it's Ian's job to make his way from left to right. Anne's job to block him by going from top to bottom. I'm gonna block you out. And you've told me that I have to. I can't do the easy three. I have to pick at you least have to do the four. the hard four. And so the hard um, four. By um. I've seen that film. <laughs> by uh, to buzz in, you have to shout your names because we don't have the technology to have buzzers. Ian. And. Okay. Okay. Your buzzers so are who's, working. Who's gonna start, Simon? Who's Ian. Sh- Ian. <laughs> there you go. Ian's Ian, gonna pick, start. Pick a letter. So hang on a bit. But so when you asked me the question with. No, it's a, it's a question to both oh, of you. Oh, okay. Okay, right. Bring it. <coughs> so I'll pick have, a letter. I'll have a, a, I'll have a pee, please, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which pee was the subject of Anne's first news story? Ian. Peter Molyneux. Well done. Oh, yeah, three. Three. Oh, I that in. You're going to be orange. Uh, okay, no, you're going to pick an arse. Okay, we're coming back in orange. Well done. Oh, so it's me. No, no, no. It's Ian. Let's go again. I'll get another go. Blank or blank. Pick another letter. I'll have H, please. Have an H. Which, what H is the name of Sony's virtual living space currently filled with Anne, adverts, perverts, racists, and home. confused? Home. Anne's got H. Very good. Well, yes. well, right, just okay. so that you can uh, comprehend what's going on here. The top uh, top row, SBL, completely free. P is coloured orange. O is spare. H is uh, Anne. Uh, C is on the middle row, then K-A-D. Yeah, okay. that's, that's clear. Anne, pick a home. B, please. B. Which B... Is the abbreviated surname of Epic Games designer, design director Clifford Blasinski. Ian! <laughs> I know Blizz. Oh, no. No. B. It's B. It's literally oh, B. These are proper, like, intelligent questions. Yeah. Um, give me a question about a spectrum. Okay. okay. Wow, there we go. Uh, pick a letter. Yeah, bring it. Uh, I'll have an A, please. Oh, this is, this is not good. Okay. okay yes. Right, so you can, if, if you get this right, Ian, you can block her off. Okay, yes. Ooh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> My girlfriend's that's, that's the prize. Yes. What A <laughs> is a famous pop group and the focus of last year's SingStar ABBA? Ian. <laughs> ABBA. Exciting. <laughs> okay. Oh. Well, let's see, when they're easy, I get them. Go I on, I don't Ian. get them when they're easy. I'm going to have um, an O, please. An O. <laughs> What O is a video game radio show broadcasting? Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> One life left. <laughs> okay, and and it's it. not looking good um, now. Yeah. 
Okay, this is this is terrible. Oh, look. oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, I will have a D, please. Okay, okay. If she gets this, she's won. She yeah. has one. What D is a word missing from the following titles? Space, rising, and left four. Ah, Ian. Ah, Ian. Oh. Dead. Oh. I think Steve's I keeping am... it interesting. No, I, no, I got no. I got that it. means no, I got it. That, that means, means whoever to gets... a decider. Oh my goodness! Whoever gets the K, game, right, blockbusters. Okay. Whoever gets okay. this question will win. Okay. Okay. So which K played Capcom fighter Cammy in the 1994 film Street Fighter? Ian. Oh. I, is it Kylie Minogue? It is. It is. It's it's it. It. It's it. Bow before me! I don't even know what that game is! <laughs> the Street Fighter? Yeah! Get out! <laughs> I beat Anne at the game! I beat her again! Well done, Ian! Um, we've Congratulations, got... you won a rubbish game! Thank you! <laughs> we've got a new feature now, uh. do we? It's Game for a Laugh! <laughs> Good afternoon, this is Gaming Chef from Crystal Peaks. We can trade you all again to the Scamcast. Speaking of, can I help? Can I help? Hi there, how you doing? My name's Jerry Tierney, and I was wondering if you stock uh, Zara Phillips's horse riding trainer for the Wii. Oh, we haven't got that in, I'm afraid. Uh, I can't recall seeing the Zara Phillips one. I mean, I've, I've seen things like, well, the Elmitica one, this funnel sort of like one, but I've not seen the Zara Phillips one in store. Yeah, um... I, well, this one comes with a, a like a plastic horse attachment. It's it's not for me, obviously, but I mean, I seen uh, Ronan Keaton was playing it on the on the TV, so I was just wondering if if you guys had it in. Yeah, like I say, I've I've not had it in myself in this store. I'm just gonna have a look see if I've got a a date for this Zara Phillips game. Thanks very it's much. Coming out, um, but I mean, do you know the full title of the game? Uh, yes, it, it's long winded. It's uh, Zara Phillips horse riding trainer. And it's on the week. Okay. I haven't got a date for that at all, so it must already be out, or it's coming out and we haven't got a date for it. Um, like I said, we've not had that in the store, I'm afraid. But I would say, if you're desperate for it, I'd order it online from wherever you saw it. Okay, thanks very much. If Could I put my name down, maybe, and if you do get it in, I could reserve a well, copy? Is that possible? I, I can't do that without actually having it in the date folder, so I can't do that right now. Right, okay, no worries. Thanks very much, okay. mate. Cheers. job and mate a few bob we're not on the rub it's odds on ad it's been a while since i graced the airwaves the punishing christmas schedule has left me broken and i've needed to lie low for a few weeks as barry the bookie wanted a few little words with me anyway i'm back and so it seems are a few fancy pants new guests let's hope the fame doesn't go to curran and byron's heads I wouldn't want them to lose them before I get paid. So, this season, I continue to look at the non-existing link between the rules and ideas of gambling and the rules and ideas of gaming. This week, it's bad weather, frost, heavy rain, high winds, 
they all keep people inside playing a pile of video games that they didn't have time to play last year. And with this bad weather, the racing is off and it gives odds on OD time away from the track to catch up with those very video games. But the racing is back and this week on Thursday, Warwick, 310, Little Shilling, Lampon. Remember, keep it odds on. Odds on OD. to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. Big day Thursday, isn't it? We're going to lump on mortgage job for odds on OD's racing tip and go and spend the money watching Ian Lee do stand-up <laughs> comedy. That man scared me. Did he? I didn't like him. I don't yeah, want to. Yeah, don't get on the wrong side. No, I don't. And uh, before that, we had our new feature, Game for a Laugh, uh, where somebody rings up game and tries to get a fictional game pre-ordered. Yep. Wouldn't have worked um, if uh, Zavi. <laughs> Zavi for a laugh. That wouldn't have worked, would it? Um, game Station. Could have worked. Could have worked, could have worked. You said you saw something quite interesting in the news this week. <laughs> yeah. Quite interesting. QI. Uh, yeah, did you see that uh, we've used video games to recreate uh, the uh, plane crash in uh, in New York last week? Because didn't video games get in trouble for creating 9-11? They caused 9-11, yes. and now they're curing. So, we're, so like, we, we can't fight terrorism, yeah. uh, but we can fight the birds. Yes. Um, and so for the, for the, for the news, um, it, it, it looked really good, actually. What do, you, what do you mean video... You're talking nonsense. What do you mean video games recreated the crash? Well, so they used um, a flight simulator yes. using the New York scenery pack oh, and okay. showed, uh, like, a pilot's eye view of what he had to do. Oh. It's really quite uh, spectacular. I saw that. It looked dead easy. Everyone's calling this fella a hero. Oh, it's easy, yeah. I could have done that. Same for the water. Yeah, I thought it looked quite good. I just wondered what other game developers should be on standby for something else that happens in the real world. Maybe that can be a question of the week, and if you've got an answer, you can write in by emailing team at oneafleft.com. You were good this week. You were prime. You were good. Thanks. You were good. You don't need to take this abuse from these two fellows, by the way. What's an abuse? That was praise. That was praise, but it was it was veiled. I know a good solicitor. That is that is sexual harassment, and you can sue. I quite like it. Oh. That was uh, Sorry Slash I Love You uh, by Chip Teeth Smashed Elbows. Good stuff. And this is the end of the show. Ian, thank you so much for I've, being our super guest this I've week. I've had the best time I will come in any time you ever want See me to. See you next week. <laughs> See you next week. Busy day. Well, actually, we don't have a super guest for next week. Uh, should we name the people that we tried and didn't get back to us? Scumbags, or should we blog about it later? Uh, let's blog about okay, it. Let's put it on our website. Where's our website at? Uh, uh, Ian, you've been an absolute joy. Thank you very much. Where Thank can you. we uh, hear and see more of you? I'm on <laughs> the Alan Titchmarsh show on Friday. Come just, on, just watch that. That's all. Go to ianlee.com. All the facts are there, kids. And you're on radio. On Absolute Radio on Sunday nights at 10 o'clock, yes. And blogging, uh, sorry, writing columns for MSN? No, the column exists no more. They oh. phone me up over Christmas, part of the credit crunch. I'm not writing the column, but I'm doing the Gamecast podcast, so you can either go to msn.co.uk or iTunes, and it's there, and we're recording one tomorrow. Excellent. 
Excellent. Well, uh, we have had a brilliant time, so thank you so much. Also, thank you to all of our contributors, old and new, and uh, to our musical contributors as well. Um, if you want to hear the podcast, you can subscribe on uh, iTunes. Stop looking at me like I've got to give it a website address. You just click on iTunes. Okay. Okay, I'm, I'm going to go now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I guess it's time to wrap yeah, up. Yeah, and if you've got any ideas for super guests we can get on, uh, please email uh, their name and contact details and we'll get them on for next week. And we'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. You're listening to 104.4 Resonance FM, and now it's time for...